Breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Caitlin just informed me she has never had a sit and spin ever in her life. <laughs> we're, we're sitting in my living room. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Everything Cracks podcast. Uh, this is Gina Glazimitsky. And Caitlin Bedelak. Uh, we're sitting here chatting about <laughs> nostalgia and what's on our kids' Christmas list. And she looks over to the corner of my living room and sees a sit and spin. A toy that she is entirely unfamiliar with, which no, is I'm blowing sh- my mind. No, I'm so familiar with it, but I never, I never owned one as a child. Did your parents hate you? I know your dad <laughs> called you a, ho- a drunken hose back. <laughs> I didn't think that that kind of disdain started in childhood, though. You know, here's the like I remember them, but I remember them at like play groups or like I weird. <laughs> Oh, it is called a sentence man. Yeah. I was actually just confirming on my Amazon wish list that that's actually what it was called. Yeah. It's a very nostalgic toy. It has almost 46,000 reviews. Because it's been around for 75 years. Mm. It's been, it's older than Amazon itself. <laughs> Anyways, I added it to the wish list. Isn't that a funny thing? Is that like I'm creating a Christmas list? For your kids. And then I'm like, what? what is this? What, I, why? Yeah. I have... Um, really really taken a new stance on christmas really my life in general i'm moving heavily towards minimalism yeah that's what this yeah Mm -hmm, for sure i i don't know well maybe it's the mushrooms i've been doing so i got my hands on um some mushroom supplements not anything crazy although i did consider doing like some like microdosing some hallucinogenic mushrooms which i think i probably will do at some point is this um, while you listen to your mantra music? While I listen to my mantra music? No. But, like, I got my hands on this supplement, and it's, like, all different kinds of adaptogenic mushrooms, which, for anyone who doesn't know, like, what an adaptogen is, it's basically this substance that helps your body deal with some kind of external stressor better. Okay. Bitch, I have to say, the sky's a little bluer. My kids are a little cuter. My husband's a little less annoying. They, they're, it's, it's actually crazy. No, no, because I am the biggest skeptic in the world. I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. I don't, it's not going to work, but fuck it. I'll try. When I tell you like the first time I took it, I got a little buzzy and I took it with nothing else. I was like, I'm just going to take these. I'm not going to drink any caffeine. I'm not going to do whatever. I, I, I have to say I'm a much more reasonable level headed human being. My husband's like, this is, this is amazing. This is absolutely amazing. But it's also forced me to look around at my life and be like, I don't need this shit. Owen's like, yeah, bitch, you don't. Let me tap in on this conversation. He just popped off the boob real quick. He's like, yes, I know, ho. I've been to your house twice now, and there's way too much shit here. So anyway, back to the Christmas conversation. I have wholeheartedly decided to go for, like, one big present per kid. Yeah. And maybe two or three smaller ones. I have this like mental breakdown every year on December 27th slash 28th when every fucking toy that I've gotten my kids is now in pieces, broken, lost, strewn about my house. And I'm like, why the fuck did I do this? Why did I do this? Why did I buy all this crap? I have a girlfriend. Um, who literally for the past two years, actually, maybe even longer, maybe even the past three years, maybe this will be the third year. She will like text on Christmas, you know, we text all the time, blah, blah, blah. And it will be like December 28th. And she's like, oh, we're still opening gifts. And 
you know, because you feel like you're not providing enough joy. I have to provide more joy. I have to get more gifts. And then you have grandparents and which is she drags it out because it becomes so there's so much stuff for the children to open oh my it's god it's too overwhelming that they have to split it over several days several days damn so i'm like last year i went overboard because i was like i need so much joy to be provided and i wanted like i went crazy last year damn. i had like a couple like really big ticket items that i wanted and i didn't know how to differentiate which ones to purchase and which ones to hold off on yeah so instead we just went got them all yep and now i'm like okay well now i have nothing for this year right but i think it's the same thing my parents said the same thing like maybe they'll just spend like 30 40 dollars on a gift like what do the kids actually need at this age nothing and then put the rest in the college fund or whatever it may be um that's what i ask for from everybody like what do you what like i give me ideas for your kids for christmas and like a donation to their college fund yeah or genuinely and truly or like even one of one of our friends had said what about they pay for their dance class fuck my god that's we should all set up like these like you know what is it what is the zola I was like, yeah, what did you use for, like, your honeymoon? That kind of stuff. Like, you can, like, pay- buy a- an experience for someone's honeymoon. You should be able to do that for kids. Yeah. Pay for their dance class. Pay for their soccer uniform. Play for music. Pay for their fucking clarinet lessons. Yeah. That's, that's fucking brilliant. That's brilliant. Yeah. True. Uh, you know what? Fuck. Aunt we're Debbie, having a moment here. I need <laughs> three months of gym classes. Oh, my God. Paid for. And a solid cash payment of oh three ninety nine. I know, right? <laughs> Seriously. Like, it gets excessive. The holidays get excessive because, yeah, like you were saying, it's you buy the shit and then there's grandparents and then, like, maybe you go to a friend's holiday party and there's more secret Santas and shit there. It's just, it comes from every, it's like present, it's like gift bukkake. Yeah. It literally comes from every fucking <laughs> direction yeah it is it's unreal it's absurd so I think, uh, so i'm done i'm not doing it this year i'm tapping out you know i got um <clears throat> i'm getting the a snow tube fun like a big yeah snow tube is supposed to like last them forever yep. great gotta do that i have to get the new baby the pottery barn chair to match the other kids you have to work that's and then it's like then, then then i'm drawing a blank here ladies and gentlemen I'm just like, I don't know, like, we want to go on vacation. They're still too young to, like, understand that. Right. In some regards, but. Yeah, I know it's a gift like, for, like, you know, a few years away. I get it. it. No, it's hard. It really is hard. And your kids are little. But it's like, I remember when Aiden was, like, a year and a half, and he, like, opened up his stocking, and he was like, this is great. I'm done. And you're <laughs> like, oh, we still have, like, 12 more gifts. And it's not, we don't even go, we're definitely, have always been a little bit on the, you know, on the lesser side, mm. but still even that adds up. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Oh, it's ridiculous. I still have toys I put away like in all, you know, to rotate, to rotate the toys. Dude, I still have presents downstairs for my kids' birthday parties over the summer that I haven't given them yet. Mm-hmm. That I'm Same. like, I don't, you don't need all this shit. Yeah. You don't need it all. Well, then I put toys away. I put them in the bin. I put them in the garage. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, well, these never came out for the second kid. These newborn, the baby toys that I have at the first. So I think I should just give them away. Because oh if they're God, not coming the out with the second, then they're probably not coming out with the third. It's literally, and it's the best feeling to just be like, here, 
leave my home. Yeah. Go find a good place to settle and bring some other children some joy because it's not, they're not my kids. Yep. You're, it's not, my kids are not benefiting any at all from you being here. I have to ask you. Yes. So, okay. We started, se- um, not celebrating, we started setting up for Christmas. Uh-huh. My parents were here. We set up the Christmas tree. Uh-huh. The kids were so excited uh-huh. until Ryan started telling me it started smelling like plastic last night. So I had to turn off the Christmas tree because he's like, I Is think it it's a, an electrical fire. And I'm oh like, he wanted me to like go through every single fucking bulb today. Isn't there like a thousand bulbs on a tree? And I was like, uh, so when he called me at 1230 and asked how my morning was, I was like, I literally have not gone off the couch besides to eat an English muffin. <laughs> And have 12 more shots of espresso. <laughs> uh. um, so anyways, our kids were so excited. They We set it up during their nap time yesterday, my mom and I. Yeah. Aiden comes downstairs. And we're having a little bit of like some. Three is fine, but there's a lot of emotions and a lot of things and a lot of oh, like yeah. talking. It's a very irrational age. Talking back, like throwing all of my things that i say to him back at me mm-hmm. i don't want to hear i don't want to tell you this again oh yeah i'm not i get a lot of i'm not doing this with you today yeah <laughs> great <You're>, what <laughs> bitch what i didn't want you i wanted daddy cool do you want to just sit in here do you want me to turn the noise machine back on or what what's your deal here yeah right it's like so we can we can fix this real quick so i, was I like, don't need to be here i'm just gonna threaten the sand i'm pulling the santa card now ladies and gentlemen so I said, to. you know, here's the thing. Santa is always watching. I started pulling that card in July, to be honest with you. He comes down <laughs> from his nap and he's like, there's nothing underneath the tree. Where are the things underneath the tree? And my mom said, well, you know, it's not Christmas yet. And he's like, no, there aren't things underneath the tree because Santa's only going to bring me gifts if I am a good boy. And you're like, and he's like, and I, if I'm good and kind, and I haven't You're been kind, learning, son. And I haven't been listening to mommy and daddy. And I'm in the kitchen in the corner, out of sight. Yes. And I was doing like a woo, yeah, woo. He's we did to make the yeah. connection. <laughs> and then I contemplated for a brief moment in time the elf on the shelf. Do you, you don't have shit? one? I didn't. I never wanted oh, to be committed one. to that shit. His name is Magellan. One of my girlfriends said it's she fun. loves Elf on the Shelf time of year because her kids are on their best behavior because the elf is always watching. It's, it, it is true. It definitely does something to the kids. But you know what else does something to the kids? I saw... Tell us. <laughs> tell us, Owen. I saw this on Instagram or wherever the hell it was years ago. And there was this meme of like, okay, you want your kids to behave during the holiday season. This is what you do. Okay. You set up your tree. Okay. You then get a bunch of empty boxes, right? Think like the Amazon boxes. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. You wrap them. Yep. And then every time they fuck up, you either throw it in the fireplace, burn that shit right in front of them, or you chuck it out the window or out the back doors like, here, here's your gifts. Sucks to suck. And then, like, cue the kids screaming, crying, no! But it changes their behavior real quick. I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to pull that one out this year and let you know how it works. Oh, tell me. Tell me. I'm really going to but do please it. please make sure you take a video. I will. <laughs> yeah, you like this? Toss them over the back yeah. deck. Oh, you wanted that giant truck? You know where that truck's going? Out the fucking door. <laughs> Shape up, kid. Shape the fuck up. Because, uh... 
There ain't no shortage of Amazon boxes coming to our house. I'll wrap every one of those motherfuckers. Yeah. Okay? Let's let's uh let's lock this shit up, okay? <laughs> Dude, kids, I swear, during during the holidays, they just there's they're they kick it into extra gear. You know what I mean? They just like take it from like, you know, a, a, a low simmer to just Mount fucking Vesuvius. I don't know why. I don't know if it's like back to school. They don't feel well, the sickness. But there's this point in between like Halloween and Thanksgiving where my kids just go fucking bananas. I think it's, is it the daylight savings? I don't, daylight savings, the Illuminati, time, I, whatever. The I fucking have no 12 idea. planets. They're all out of fuck. Nobody whack. fucking knows. <laughs> Venus is in the microwave. No, nobody knows. Uranus is all twisted up. We've no fucking clue, but they do. They go batshit. But like I said, the mushrooms have been helping. Okay. I don't think I can do the mushrooms. I, I occasionally listen to the mantra. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. I miss, I still have to send you that playlist. Don't do them. Obviously, don't do the mushrooms yet. But I'm telling you, like, my impulsiveness down to a zero, pretty much. I'm a much more rational, thought out happier no I, it, it's just you got it's like you have permanent rose-colored glasses on it's actually kind of crazy all right i'm telling you i think i'll, I'll let me find out the name of it a-u-r-i i believe it is all right i'm yes. also a-u-r-i agricultural innovation from idea to reality okay so good it's a finnish like Finnish, like Finland? Like Finland. All like right. where Santa lives. Yeah. The other thing I'm doing this holiday season is I'm really leaning into myself. Good. Good for you now that you uh, have. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, revamp my skincare, like Black Friday deals. I'm going to like really make sure that I'm leaning into myself. Are you cycling? Are you skin cycling? I've read all about it. Okay. I have to purchase my, um. I had to purchase it today because the skincare line that I've decided on. What skincare line? Barefaced. Okay. I asked a I did a poll on the InstaFace. On the InstaFace. And I got like a lot of good things from people because I was looking for like obviously nursing friendly stuff. Yep. And so they have like, um, you know, uh, retinol alternatives that are like, it's, I can never, I want to say it's, I want to call it bukkake, but it's not, it's like, <laughs> it starts with a B. It's a type of um, retinol that's safe for pregnancy or oh, pregnancy and nursing. I and only I had, know the hardcore shit. Yeah. So they do offer that when I'm obviously, when yeah, I'm done yeah. nursing. Um, but it's developed by a nurse practitioner and it's a relatively like clean line and they have like a whole like pregnancy nursing safe products oh that's awesome so I wish I knew about she that. talks about skincare like she talks about skincare cycling and then she also talks about that like a lot of their products are pretty well tolerated <laughs> so that if your skin tolerates them then you don't need to cycle whatever she talks you know she has yeah there's a whole protocol yeah so she has all of that and they're having a big sale uh, yesterday and today it ends at midnight. So I just didn't have my credit card information at four in the morning when I was trying to stay awake nursing. So <laughs> that is on the purchase list today. And that's so exciting. Yeah. And then I did the, have you, not um, that you're not glowing, but you know, the heatless curlers. Wait, the wrap. Yep. This is heatless curlers. This sitch. Okay. So when you went out of the car, I'm like, wait, I thought this bitch said her hair appointment was Thursday. <laughs> 
Yeah. It looks good. Heatless curlers. So the first time I did it, it's called Keech. No I'm totally idea. effing up the, all these names. K-I-T-S-C-H. Okay. How would you pronounce that? Kitch. Great. So I think they were like the innovators of the heatless curlers, or at least they're the ones that I see in a lot of like influences are follow. Uh-huh. So it's like a satin. It's almost like a, look, it reminds me of like one of those things you put like underneath your door to stop the yes. draft. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. Something like that. It's like that. a satin door stopper. Yeah. That you put it on your head and it's, you clip it, you clip it in the middle. Yeah. And then you wrap your hair backwards around, around it. Yeah. And so the first time I did it, I did it overnight with slightly damp hair. And it kind of came out like a little poofy. Mm. And I have like big hair. Yeah. But like it just was like a little bit more poofy and it didn't have like the curl that I wanted. Okay. And it felt like it fell out. Like by like an hour or two later, I was like, oh, Your now it's just like mine. It's very thick and very heavy. Yeah. And it's relatively coarse. So typically it holds Mine's a super curl. Coarse, yeah. So last night I was like, all right, I'm going to rewatch a tutorial and I'm going to. I wrapped it super, super tight. And I was like really diligent about it. Mm-hmm. Made sure the hair laid nice and flat on it. And then at, when you get to the bottom, you put the little satin um, scrunchie and mm-hmm. then you like flip it up so it stays and you can sleep on it. Um, I wouldn't say it's uncomfortable or comfortable to sleep in. Like it's just like indifferent. Indifferent. I feel like when I do actually lay down in my bed and don't fall asleep in the recliner, um, you could like put a rock on my forehead and I would still fall asleep. So I'm yeah. probably not the best judge of comfort in regards to this. But I woke up this morning and I took it out and I was like, oh, I get it. I get it. This is nice. Then it I looks feel like, really nice. I feel like I could like put it back in a clip. I could throw it in a pony and it's like a little bit more elevated than my normal bun. Well, the do higher the bun, this? the higher to God. The higher the bun, the higher, the closer, closer to, to God. Jesus. <laughs> just tickling his taint as you walk down the street. Just bobbing and weaving and just like this little, nut, I call it the nutsack. Just bobbing on top of my oh, head. God's nutsack. I swear. My hair, my hair, I need a haircut in the worst fucking way. My hair is so long. So envious. So long. It's ridiculous. Like I'm like like a horse girl. Do you know what I mean? Like those like girls Rapunzel? who like used to ride equestrian and they're like a little weird and like a little socially underdeveloped, but they have long ass fucking hair because they're trying to be like their horse. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like an avatar. Kinda. It's ridiculous. But I can't do it. I'm like cousin it. It's all of my layers have grown out. I contemplated. I I almost went upstairs with a prayer and half a plan and took some scissors to my head just to cut in some layers because it does nothing. It's so long and just so cousin it adjacent. There's no body to it. There's no body. But if I do that, so I get out of the shower. I don't dry it. I put it in a braid overnight, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then I <clears throat> wake up the next day. I'll take my hair out of the braid because, of course, I look like, you know what I mean? Like, I have, like, those, like, pieces around my face that just kind of, like, dry flat to my head. And then the other side have, is gigantic. Yeah, and like, just, I have, like, the cowlick here that it's, like, horrific. What the fuck's going on? It's so bad. It's so embarrassing. So then I'll, like, you know, unfuck my hair a little bit the next day. But it lasts, I don't know, 90 minutes? I'll put the line at two hours. And usually it's the under. Before it's up in a bun. And it doesn't come back down until I shower and I take it, until I wash my hair next. Mm -hmm. This is what I live in. And I'm like, I'm done. 
I'm done. I look like something you would buy at Home Depot. Like this is like some kind of like a mop that you just like plucked off the shelf and you just stuck it on top of your head. I just remember at some, I swear. some point during 2020, 2021, when like, like early 2021, I, <laughs> Jesus Christ, I wear like black shorts and a black tank top and like a black sweatshirt yep. for pajamas. Yep. Like I have multiple pairs. If you open up my pajamas, you don't know which, which is which yeah, because you it's just all black. Pick one. And that's it. So I remember one morning I like got up. I was like, I need to like, exactly what you said. Like I need to unfuck myself. Like this shit is unreal. I'm just going to do my hair to make myself feel like a little bit more like a person. Mm. But I was still wearing the same pajamas. Yeah. And all I did was blow dry my hair, straighten a little bit, come downstairs in my pajamas. I remember my husband asked me (laughs) where I was going. (laughs) I was like, what and he's like where are you going like you're all done up i was like all i did was do my hair i didn't even put makeup on like I, what was i going to the fucking met gala like no right she was beauty <laughs> she was grace she was going to the supermarket yeah. really just the living room we may have just, just been we may have just been in the period of time where the only place i could go was work Oh my! Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, anyways, like, I'm, I'm just, just I'm doing this for me, Ryan. Okay. Yeah, I just I to, need this right now. Sometimes you have to lean into yourself and do it <laughs> for you, and that's yes. what I felt like doing this heatless curler is for me. I'm like, you know what? There are some days when like I I know I have nothing planned the next day, or you're just gonna be running a shit ton of stupid errands with the kids. Mm. But at least I feel like somewhat put together. Yep. Yep. And honestly, what oh, was it? Corey Dillon who said it. Um, you look good, you feel good, you feel good, you play good, you play good, all of, you know what I mean? Like your life comes together. So it all kind of starts with this feeling good in your own skin. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Because you know what? Here's the thing is that sometimes when I'm like so exhausted or even when I'm sick, I end up putting more effort into myself, which seems totally ass backwards, but I'm like, because you're overcompensating. I'm, I have to overcompensate for how terrible I feel. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that that's just sense. enough empowerment to get me from A to B. Or and from that's really seven what it to is. seven. <laughs> that's really what it is. You know, I would like to get... I'm just... Oh, God. I get it, dude. I get it. And I've been looking for things just like... Especially as we go into the dark times of the year. Where I can slowly feel my seasonal depression creeping in. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh... Mental health, that was fun. See you in the spring. So I've been looking for all these little things to help, you know, get myself out of whatever impending funk is coming my way. And I have started rewatching the Jersey Shore. I saw it. I actually took a picture of it. Bitch. I rewatched it a couple of times. And the last time was probably like beginning of the pandemic. Every time you rewatch it, you get something new out of it. Okay? Something is added more to your life. It's like the fucking Da Vinci Code. Every time you watch it, you're putting different pieces together and watching different characters. You don't realize how early on the drama started, right? So I'm like two episodes in. Okay, I just started watching last night. I'm like, I have to do this. I've been talking about it forever. 
I've gotten through when like so you don't realize what I just tried to give him the past parody. It was like it's like mom. What the fuck is this for sake? So you don't realize how early on all of the main storylines began. Okay. So d- literal like move in day. Do you remember when um Sammy was d- like had like the brief hookup with Mike? No, but I just saw it on that episode. So and like episodes one and two, like that was the main love connection. So weird. And Polly and Vinny were like not fucking with each other. They were like not butt buddies like they are now. Yeah. And Snooky was on the outs with everybody. Oh yeah, because she came in like guns. Blazing. She came in guns blazing, like got real drunk real quick. Was, and what's her made... face on it? The first season, Angelina. Angelina. Yes, that bitch is crazy, dude. She you watch Jersey Vacation. Else. Yeah, family. Vacation. We are so we are such Jersey Shore stands in this house. We love it, but I didn't really watch. I didn't start watching Jersey Shore even back then, like when it was on originally, until. They were like three or four seasons deep. Oh. So I binged a lot of it. But like you don't realize like the situation, Mike, the fucking turnaround of the century. Yeah. From who he was then to who he is now. Like you don't realize how much of a villain he was and how just psychotic and fucked up he was. Talk about mental health. Talk about mental health issues. My God. But it is so funny to see. The beginning little pieces of Sam and Ronnie. And that's like really where I'm focusing most of my energy right now is because that arc, that storyline is really starting to take off. So they're like right now in the very beginning phases of their of their connection. And if memory serves, it was very shortly thereafter where things started to kind of go downhill and get very toxic and very. Crazy. Yeah, their relationship and was. Ne- it was did, never smooth sailing. I think it was, it was not like built a month. On a strong foundation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, exactly. It was built on the rickety piers of the Jersey Shore. Yeah. Like it's not exactly, not exactly the. I don't even know. Whatever, whatever <laughs> analogy you wanna you wanna throw in there. But okay, Wow, what a fucking disaster she was. Do you just look and it's so reminiscent of the times like her weave was like running off of her head. Do you remember her hair was like black with the blonde? Yeah. And her horrific boob job. Her two tits didn't even know they were on the same planet together, let alone the same body. Like one was over here. One was over there. And they're just like these two. These two melons just stuck to her chest, but never the two shall meet. They didn't even they had no idea. They're like. Is there another nipple around? I'm pretty sure I'm supposed to have a buddy. Like, they had no fucking clue. (laughs) It was so, so bad. And then, you know, further down the line, she meets Roger and then that whole thing. (sighs) But right now, she has, like, that boyfriend that she came into the house with. Oh. Was it um, Tom? At the very beginning, when she started, when the show started, she had a boyfriend. And she fucked Polly. What? At the very beginning, oh, remember shit. they hook up in the I club? Mean, when when you're when you when I walked in and you had it on the TV, I was also like, "Wait, is that Jersey Shore?" Oh my god! And then I said, "It's wow, riveting. like the, the cinematics, cinematics, cinematic, cinematic, the way the color of the cinematography." Sh- 
The cinematography of the show. It literally looks like it was from like 1985. Oh, it's amazing. I mean, technology. Yeah. Technology. Yeah. Yep. It's uh, it's really. It might as well have been shot on a. I don't even know. A a, home camcorder. A home camcorder circa 1993. Yeah. I mean. But you know what? Their reality show, like Jersey Shore is a reality show, just like real world back in the day. Oh my God. Like, Do you remember the real world? Yes. That's what I'm talking Yeah. One of the cast members lived around the corner from me. Like CJ? No. It was um, Danny. Oh, Danny. His dad died. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I don't and know. he was, um, he always wears baseball cap and he was dating the blonde girl, which I can't remember her name. Yes. But the I girl have. in my neighborhood. Um, Danny and his girlfriend. Um, post real world, I was like obsessed with them. Really, especially because they were like Boston. Like Danny was Boston. He yeah, was yeah. So Boston. Yeah, he was he so was. Boston. He was Bill Recca. Is yeah. where he was. But like he was like on real world. You're like, oh, they like picked the guy with the the, the deepest Boston accent yeah, that yeah, ever yeah. was. The typecasting. Yeah. It just like it really does like show you like okay so we have like. Mike the situation who's like the bad guy and then we have Vinny who's like the sweet emotional dude but like still down to rage and then and there's Polly who's just like <laughs> smooth and like the DJ and then you have Angelina who's the fucking bitch and then Wow who's like the muscle of like the girl muscle yeah. mm-hmm. and then Snooki who's just like the hot mess it's just like this whole cast of characters and it's so interesting like the psychological analysis that they do on these people because I remember watching something when they were picking the cast members of how many tapes they went through and how many people they were like, nope, not right. Nope, not right. I'm like, what What are you looking for? Like everyone here, everyone you're looking at is the exact same fucking person. Yeah. And it's so funny to watch like how well they put all of these personalities together. And it is just, it's the fucking best show. It is the voice of our generation. It is the consummate reality television show of our generation. It's definitely gotten a lot more, like the Jersey family, like we, a Jersey family vacation. Family vacation, yeah. We loved it for a while. Like we were watching it probably. <laughs> oh my God, like I love it. Ago. I still watch it. But you know what? It's so much more scripted now. And so we've stopped watching it. The funniest, the funniest one though was when they were at that hotel. It was probably one or two vacations ago. They rented out that entire huge hotel with like Are you that- talking about Ronnie? When Ronnie has to like do like meet the girls, they were trying to find a girl for Ronnie. Oh, it might have been that one, and he was so incredibly awkward. But I was more talking about Mike. The situation forgot, like they were in the hallway talking. Oh, about didn't, I know the he's cameras. Like, oh yeah, there's like, cameras on. He's me. like, I didn't know that. I t- I totally forgot, guys, about the mic and the cameras. That's and they were saying, like, he's so he's like the producers like, were like. Mike, you literally have been on TV for 15 years and essentially been mic'd your ent- like, entire life. life. Like, how did you, forget? you forget? And he's like, well, that's the thing. It's just like... A- it's literally like aliens plucked the brain out of his body and dropped in a new one. It's yeah. so bizarre. Yeah. To see who he was then and who he is now. It's fucking wild to see. Yeah. It is. Remember when he smashed his head against the brick wall in yep. Italy? I do. I can't wait to get there. That's season four. Anyways, I want to rewatch much a much more scripted reality show, but Laguna Beach. I've never seen a single episode of Laguna Beach. I was Beach. obsessed. Like never how many I have no idea what lace it's about. tank tops could you layer? Over your denim skirt with the lace trim. I ha- I remember that. I remember the look. With the belt. But, of course, like the woven yes. gold, silver. Oh, oh, 
Oh, I remember. I remember. So I just so you know, like I mean, you know about the drama. I know who they are. Okay, so I like think, but Lauren Conrad, Lauren Conrad, Kristen Cavallari, and Kristen Cavallari. So they had like big beef because of like the they really played up like the love triangle with Stephen. Who's Stephen? Was Kristen's boyfriend, and okay. and Lauren was Elsie was really close good friends with them and i think that they had some type of like relationship or hookup pre laguna beach airing okay but the laguna beach producers like really played up the love triangle and created this like rift between elsie and Kristen. Mm. and so anyways Kristen and steven Kristen is now divorced yes i know she was she, married to what's his face they started a podcast Kristen and and, and steven okay no Kristen and lauren conrad no Kristen and Steven, and they just had Lauren Conrad on as the season finale on this podcast. Oh, okay. So I listened to it, and basically they've had all of the cast members from Laguna Beach come back and, like, talk about it. And it's so interesting, because obviously, like, so many people, they're so, like, Kristen has done really well for herself. Elsie, obviously, like, you know, has, like, clothing lines and whatever. Yeah. And, and, you know, went on to do The Hills and has become super successful at an Wait, was that the spinoff show? The Hills was the spinoff show, yeah. Okay. But anyways, she gets back on and they kind of talk about how, like, they never really had beef. I mean, they had some. But, like, it was really settled before the show and the producers just, like, really amped it up. And, I don't know, it was just really interesting to, for them to talk about the fact that Lauren Conrad had never watched herself on Laguna Beach until prior to coming on the podcast, like, a couple weeks ago. She never watched the show? She watched some of the show, but she never watched... She only watched bits and pieces. She had never watched a full episode through. Until oh she God. had COVID in, like, September. She and, had to sit there and binge watch something. And so she bin- binge-watched Laguna Beach. And it's so oh funny. God. So now I'm like, oh, I want to rewatch it. I feel like maternity leave I've never would be watched a great time. It. It it is a little bit more scripted, but like there's certain things that I think are like nostalgic, like when they like have their high school graduation or something no. like that. I don't know, but you know they they talk about it, and I don't know. It made me want to rewatch it. My friends and I were obsessed with Laguna Beach. I know it was like a huge thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it was just like not something I ever got into. Your intuition, feel the rain on your skin. Dun, dun, dun. That was the theme song. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Dude, I, I don't know. Maybe we should watch that. Should we do like a viewing party? Yeah. Should, I, should we like so you can be the like seasoned vet and I'll watch it and I'll be like, I have no idea what the fuck is going on. Or but I think you're going to be really invested. Maybe. Maybe I'll watch an episode today and then I'll let you know if you'll be invested or not. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I should just go watch it anyway. That sounds like a lot of fun. I'm not going to lie. But do reality TV. I swear. Like old school reality TV, like Survivor back in the day. Surv- I remember watching Survivor and then Big Brother. Oh, Big Brother. With my grandmother. She would like, <laughs> she, we would go, we would like get McDonald's, <laughs> we'd go back home and we would sit there and we would watch it together. Like I was, I don't know, 10, 11, like not, yeah. I should not have been watching Big Brother. I should not have been, probably not been watching Survivor. Survivor was, Survivor was fine, but Big Brother was definitely a little bit more like there was like some like you know sexual components, yeah. and there was like some other things going on, and it was definitely a little bit more risque, I guess. But it was just like it's just so funny because 
I know. I feel like the rise of reality TV and just the culture it has produced. Mm -hmm. Like the Kardashians. Yeah. What the fuck would we do without the Kardashians? What is the world without the Kardashians right now? I know. And it's so interesting. Like they they are fascinating to me just as a family. Fascinating. Because I don't think that there's any other reality show stars or whatever who have legitimized themselves in the way that the Kardashian-Jenner crew has. I mean, they really... Yeah, it's pretty incredible. It's like incredible. Each, and not even just like as a whole <clears throat> family unit how successful they are, but like as individuals how they've gone on to what you're like alluding to, it become so successful. It's wild. And build a brand and built like a whole like conglomerate of things. It just even individual brand. Yeah. They're not even they're not even like a family like they are still a family brand. No, but but I mean, Kim like, has skims. Yeah. Chloe has good American. Like Kendall eight one eight, also a supermodel. Kylie, Kylie skin, Kylie beauty, all I mean, of it. Kendall is like the highest paid supermodel in the yeah. world. It's insane. It's wild. The fact that Chris Jenner has put that team on her fucking back and just momager. She is a oh, momager. My she is my she is my muse for all seasons and situations. But I think people like used to give so much shit to Chris Jenner because she was like But she was like, I know what I'm doing. Just And sit, she just fucking watch. did. She and did. she keeps those girls booked and fucking busy and has for the last fifteen years. Yeah. It's incredible. She's like a true marketing, brand building genius. She knew what the fuck she was doing. She and so she saw. She was she like, "Haters saw, gonna hate, but I'm gonna I'm gonna build an empire." Like y'all, give it give it five ten years, and then we'll see who's laughing. Yeah, everybody. It's insane. <laughs> Every all her haters. Oh my god, it's insane. And that, she's just so freaking entertaining. The whole family, and I truly, you know, and I really always liked about Kris Jenner and like the. Kardashians in general not to suck their dick any further but (laughs) that it really does feel super super genuine I don't know why and I know I'm like oh my god they're so fake oh I'm like it feels really genuine like I like there have been moments on the keeping up with the Kardashians where Kris Jenner is like full just like (laughs) post hangover like black mascara everywhere hair just fully put like to show those moments on TV to millions of people, you have to be built a little bit different. Yeah. You know, she's just like, and that's all. So she has a masterclass out now, like, you know, the app masterclass. Yeah, yeah. So I've read, I've watched it. And her like whole thing is like, you need to do things that are genuine to you, that are organic to you. Because if you don't, it might fool like some people on a very small scale, but in order to get mass acceptance of your brand, of your whatever, it needs to be genuine because the masses will see through it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like a few small people may not be able to tell the difference, but once you get to being on the level that they are, if it's not real, it's not genuine, people will see that and it'll take on a life of its own, right? You don't want to be known for that and that's kind of the the end of all good things as far as – like being a successful person in that way, like marketing mm-hmm. yourself, mm-hmm. becoming a brand in your own right. And it's so funny because she 
even before she started, you know, obviously doing master class and became like the momager or whatever, even like way back in the early days of the Kardashians, she was living that. She was like, I'm just going to get fucked up, wrecked on dirty martinis, smoke cigarettes in my backyard. And everyone's going to fucking deal with it because this she, is who I am and what I do. They would fuck with her too. Like they would oh, like, it's so funny. Like the, the, when they would like mess with her, that was so funny. That's what I'm like um, thinking back about. Oh my God. It's hysterical. Do you remember when um, the person formerly known as Bruce Jenner wanted to get Kendall or was it Kendall a gun? And he, no. she bought one. He bought one and it was in the house and Chris found it and she's just like holding it up and it's become like this meme because it's like very typical Chris Jenner like disinterested unbothered face sunglasses short pixie cut hair and she's like holding a gun wait no funny it's hysterical because just like the scene in the show was a different vibe. It was, like, obviously very serious. Like, I don't want to get in my house, whatever. But the snapshot from that scene is is hilarious. And just – it's just it, – for me, it really just sums up Kris Jenner as a human being. She's just pissed, unbothered, like, probably a little a little in the bag, holding a gun, like, who do I have to fight? <laughs> holding it like are you gonna sign the paper or not are you gonna like are you going to do this or not it's just she's like very pulp fiction vibes in that that she's just i don't know (laughs) what it is about this woman but she's just like i don't even looking i love christian we're talking about like glow ups and all these like reality stars doing different things and i'm thinking about like even looking back at like kim Oh, man. Back in the day? You want to talk about a drunken hose bag? Oh, man. It's just... It, uh, Chloe's had Chloe. the best... Chloe. Talk <laughs> about a glow up. Jesus Christ. I always I always loved Chloe. She was, she, she did have it so rough. Like, being compared to, like, Kim and Courtney all the yeah. time. I get it. There's always... I loved Chloe. That was... She was, like, my favorite. I had, like, a soft spot for her. She's still my favorite. She just has the best personality. And, um, and she always was fucking with Kim. Always. Like, she gave no fucks, nope. and it cracks me up. Yep. I just, oh, I felt so. Have you been watching their new show? No. I fell off the, I fell off the keeping, Card- keeping, with, keeping up with the Kardashians bandwagon, like, probably a little bit after college, maybe. I don't know. They were still on. They've been, I, like, again, right? another show I never watched, like, oh. while it was big. I only got into it, like, later in my life, but... The new show is actually really good because it's, like, unedited. It's not unedited, but, like, they can swear in it. You can see, like, different things that they couldn't show on E! Because it's just, like, regular cable. Because it's on Hulu, it's in a paid subscription service. They can, like, do different things. (laughs) Dude, the first couple episodes of the second season, when Chloe finds out about Tristan and him having another baby, because she had just, like, when she found out, had an embryo transfer, like, they were having a second baby and it was like days after the transfer that she found out about um or like like a month or so after the embryo transfer she found out that Tristan was having yet another baby with somebody else that he hadn't known about since like June yikes it was a whole thing I felt so bad for her she's just like 
Nobody deserves that. No, that sucks. But it's, again, I find them to be just wildly fascinating. Yeah. The rise of reality TV in our generation, right? Like, I just, I can't imagine our culture without it, honestly. Just, like, I can't imagine. No. Because it's kind of, I feel like in a way, Hollywood, as was previously constructed, is kind of dead. Now we have, like, the age of the influencers. Right. Yeah. And that's how you get famous, is via social media and doing, you know, marketing yourself. Yeah, for sure. Not sucking dick to get on you know a, a, a literally and figuratively on literally the and figuratively <laughs> to get into you know onto a movie or yeah. get into you know some kind of whatever tv show yeah now you have all of these platforms you can literally just market yourself and those are the celebrities of the day which you is don't need weird the, to me you don't need the dick dick sucking you don't couch. need harvey weinstein anymore <laughs> fuck that dude is he dead yet did he die in prison not sure. Did somebody kill him? I know he like had flesh eating disease on his penis, which I thought was hysterical. Wait, really? Is yeah, he like contracted it in prison, I think. Um No, he's still alive. Oh, is he still in prison? Yeah, oh yeah, he'll die there. Yep. Yep, they put his ass away for life or what will amount to his lifetime. Hmm. Um, yeah, but you don't need that anymore. No. Why, why, why suck Harvey Weinstein's penis when you can just whore yourself out on Instagram? Like, that's not, you know, I don't mean to sound that, like, say that in a condescending way, but, like, you don't need this shit anymore. All right, Miss Kate, what do you have going on for the rest of the week? Oh, Oh. we have a guest star. Mia decided to join us. Can you say hi? Oh, there she goes, grabbing the microphone. Can you say hi? Um, we have a Friendsgiving this weekend. Oh, fun. We had ours this past one. Yeah, I saw. Um, so that's coming up this weekend. And then we're rolling right into the real turkey day. Yep. What are you guys doing for Thanksgiving? Anything? We're going up to Maine. Oh, you are? Oh, yeah. nice. You go to your parents like every year or? Um, we've tried. Obviously, like the COVID year was weird. That was yeah. like canceled. And uh, last year. Yeah, we, we typically have gone to Maine for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, this year we were originally going to host because it was just like the logistics of traveling with the three kids. But then yeah. we were like, well, we're going to go up to Maine anyways for the weekend. So we should just go there for Thanksgiving. For sure. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to go up to Maine. Nice. It's going to be great. We'll be there for the whole weekend. And then, uh, then we come home and then a couple days later... Ryan will be having a surgery, and we'll be entering a new normal. Oh, my God. To the road to full recovery. Oh, man. And you then, know, yeah. hopefully you guys will be out of the woods by yeah. then. He is like, um, every time he, there's been like a couple football players recently who had similar injuries to him. Yes. Um, one football player actually just went out this past week, I think, with an ACL. Yep. And he's like, okay, let me see. What happens? He's like, if this kid is coming back to play football in six months, he's like, there's hope for me. And I'm like, you know, they have a lot more millions of dollars and people probably doing PT several times a week, like several times a day. But anyways, yeah. So yeah, Friendsgiving and the real turkey day. Fun. What about you? Nothing. Just getting ready for Thanksgiving. It's my Super Bowl. Yeah. We go hard around here. Yep. We're doing Hanukkah on the same day. Oh, is that when is that when the 
No, it's, it starts? starts, I think, the next week. Oh. Week after. Wow, okay. But there's just, like, no dates. Like, we don't have any. Like, finding a time where everyone can get together is damn near impossible. So we have to kind of Who celebrates things. Hanukkah? Misha's family's Jewish. Oh, yeah. Had no idea. Yep, Hanukkah, Passover... Rosh Hashanah, all of the things. Oh, all right. Oh, yeah. Sunday, December 18th. Is that when it starts? To December 26th. Okay, so there is some... some um, Overlap. Overlap. Yeah, it, it ch- okay. and Hanukkah changes every year. So. Yeah, right. That's why I never can keep up with it. There I will be... What do you want to say? What do you want to say, Mia? What, do you, what are your plans for the next week? Anything? Just being... Are you going to little... eat all the biscuits? All the biscuits. Are you going to eat biscuits for Thanksgiving? No, she's a meat eater. She's a carnivore. Oh, all right. This kid will house. Do you do turkey? Oh, yeah. Mm. You don't do turkey? Not about the turkey, no. my fam- I, I made a turkey one year when I hosted. What do you uh, do instead of a turkey? A tenderloin. Oh, that's better. I would I would like to do that. Misha's, like, very traditional and wants to Yeah, Ryan's parents used to host Thanksgiving mm. for, like, 30-plus people every year. Yeah. Um, When they were back in Syracuse. Yeah. And... They made killer turkeys, and they were great. They did the turkey breast and, like, brined it and injected yeah. it and all the things. So I used my mother-in-law's recipe one year, and it was the best turkey that my family has ever had. Yeah. But it's just not our thing. I no, like I, nobody I really loves turkey. It's just and, a giant chicken. I yeah. don't know why everybody is, like, so... I feel like it's so turkey. easy to fuck up and make dry and all that. Oh, we deep fry. Oh, nice. I've never had one. I brine and then deep fry. Oh, so that's always a good time. I cook for four days and I get wrecked drunk on Thanksgiving. Uh, as you should. And it's so fun. It's so much fun. But all right, y'all. We will uh, see you next week. Adios, motherfuckers. <laughs> see you later, bitches. Bye.